Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, this is episode 115. That's right. And we're going to be talking about Batman Arkham Knight. The Batman. Finally. We should do the whole review like this. All right. Yeah. The whole show like this. The whole Batman review. Where is she? <laughs> uh, so, John, what have you been up to this week? Uh, so, okay. Story time here. Oh, man. We're going to flash back a couple of weeks. Okay. okay. And I have a question for you, Chris. Okay. So, back on the week... I think it was the week weekend before my birthday. So, like, yes. we went out to eat pizza yes. with the family, right? Yes. And you got a calzone. I did. So, the next day, yeah. I met up with mom and dad for lunch, uh-huh. right? Yes. And whenever I was, like, you know, playing and making plans, she was like, oh, hey, uh, by the way, can we grab Chris's leftover calzone from you? Right. Um... And so he can eat it for, like, lunch. Did you ever eat said calzone? I did eat the calzone. Was it good? It was very good. So here's what happened, Chris. Oh, no, John. What are you going to tell me? Overnight. The night after you bought the calzone and then left it in my fridge by accident. Yeah. I, like, whenever I was on the phone with her, uh, with mom, I was talking to her and she was like, hey, can you bring the calzone? Chris's calzone. And I was like, wait a second. I seem to, to somewhat remember waking up in the middle of the night and eating a calzone. <laughs> okay. So I I went to the fridge and I had eaten your calzone. What? No. Yeah, I had I had woken up in the middle of the night with with the runner hunger and had eaten your calzone <laughs> in the middle of the night. So I immediately was just like, oh man. I gotta gotta figure out what. So I like went to the place where we got the calzone. I like, oh called in the order, picked Good up a calzone, grief. cut it in half I, the way that I sort of remember you having it cut. Oh my gosh! And then giving you a to-go box with the fresh calzone in it. Oh my gosh! And then you know keeping the other half obviously and eating that. Why, why didn't you tell me whenever all this? the runner hunger struck? You could have just told me that you ate my calzone. I would have been okay with it. <laughs> thought it was hilarious it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a big deal i was like i just ate his calzone oh no <laughs> no it would have been fine no i know it would have but it, it, it's, it was just one of those panicked moments of like whenever i was like yeah i'll bring that calzone then I was like, wait a second <laughs> that is hilarious anyway did you eat the other half of the calzone i did and it was delicious oh yeah it's great it was a really I good would, calzone i'd eat another one right now I would too. If we had a calzone sitting right here, we yes. would just eat them. Yeah. We should have a calzone show. We should. Like it should be titled the a, calzone. A calzone review. cast. Yeah, it's a calzone cast. Dude, that's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Hashtag calzone cast. Yes. I love it. Um, that's next week's episode. Next week's episode. <laughs> calzone cast. Calzone cast. Um, but yeah, so that's the, the really long story from a couple of weeks ago. That's amazing. Um, where I felt like I, I was in an episode of Seinfeld um, <laughs> running around getting this calzone. That's amazing. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know the difference. I would have, I would have never known. <laughs> if I hadn't said anything. I would have gone on living my life. Yeah. Like normal. Well, and the other thing, like whenever, whenever we, we like met up with them, mom was like, oh, here, let's, uh, let's put it in the cooler. I was like, cause I was thinking, oh man, it's, it's all hot right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like fresh. Right. So I was like, oh, it's, you know, it'll be fine. Like, cause the, the car is hot cause it's yeah. summertime, yeah. you know, you know, that'll be the excuse. Yeah. It would have. It, it, it probably actually was better than it would have been had I eaten the original calzone. For sure, because it was a whole like twelve hours uh, fresher, f- fourteen hours, you know, fresher. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> That's wild. Oh man. Anyway, uh, so this week, um, I've got a pick of the week. This week, hmm. um, so we can. Do you want to go into that or? or what, uh, yeah, what because have you I, been up to this I week? haven't really been home up to a whole bunch other than what I'm going to talk about for the pick of the week. So okay. let's go ahead and do the pick of the week. Okay, it's time for pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> Chris, do you yeah. want to go first? Oh, so my pick of the week. Yeah. I saw a pre-screening of Southpaw, nice. the movie. Nice. And um, I recommend it. It was a very good movie. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Rachel McAdams. Um, and uh, he plays a, uh, a boxer um, who is he's basically a world champion. And then some things happen. And uh, he <laughs> must uh, 
box more. Box more, yes. Okay. There's lots, of, lots, of, lots of crazy don't things don't happen. Spoil anything. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to spoil. <laughs> I, lo- I lo- love, like, okay. So if you were to summarize, you know, the uh, the the movie Star Wars, the, yes. the A New Hope, yes, you would say, um, well, there's a Jedi. There's these droids that go down to the surface of a desert planet. Yes. Then one thing led to another, and the Death Star blows up. Well, that's spoilerish. You can't say that. <laughs> Oh, that's true. One thing led to another. Some things happen. <laughs> yeah, some things happen. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it as well, as along with Fifty Cent, um, some other people. But it's uh, it's, it's it was cool. a, it was a cool movie. Um, it was it's very emotional. Like, um, you know, you kind of go in thinking, okay, this is like another sports movie where it's like, you know, you're gonna just get amped up, and it's always about you know believing yourself and do it and all that kind of stuff. Not really. I wouldn't say that those are the underlying tones to this movie. Bow. It's definitely not. Bow. Bow. It's definitely not Rocky. Bow. At all. Yeah, not Rocky. There's no Eye of the Tiger playing. Um, there is a really cool like um, montage part with a Eminem song nice. at one point. But other than that, like it's a very emotional movie, very like low key. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal like does a great job. He knows how to play. Um, he's, he's a great character actor. Like yeah. he knows like you know he plays uh, a you know pretty uneducated guy. Um, Boxer, obviously, he did this movie right after Nightcrawler, mm. and so Nightcrawler, he lost like sixty pounds, crazy skinny, like super, super, like um, smart guy, albeit weird. But then, um, he, then he goes and plays this, where he like he has to, he trained as a boxer, like for mm. like you know six months or something to play this movie, mm. um, and uh, and so his physique completely changed, puts on all this muscle. Like then he plays this guy who does who who isn't well spoken. He's not educated, yeah. you know, beyond a high school education. And um, man, it's just he does a phenomenal job. It's it's worth seeing the movie just to see see him. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but dude. it's got some cool like you know family themes in it. I wouldn't. It's not a family movie by any means. Don't don't hear don't that. Don't bring from the my family. Mouth. Yeah. Well, I'm you know. Go see this before you show it to your kids or something for sure. Like this is a this is a heavy movie. What uh what's the rating on the movie? Obviously, I think it's rated R. Rated R. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say. I mean, actually, got, I don't know. Uh, you've got an Eminem whenever, song in it. Whenever so. I saw, it, yeah, I'm sure it was because there was some language and stuff like that. So it's gonna be rated R. It wasn't rated whenever I saw it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh it's this a great it's, it's, it's a really good movie. I recommend it. Recommend. It's a Chris recommends. Yes. Strongly recommends. I like it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, my pick this week, uh, I picked up a uh, PlayStation Vita. Yes. Uh, when was that? Last week? I don't know. It was, I think so. It, it, was, uh, it was last week sometime. And so I got, a, I got, a, got the memory card, and I got Persona 4 Golden for the PlayStation. Uh, playstation vita and uh it's been really fun like it's i'm barely scratching the surface of this game i think it's supposed to be like a hundred hours long or something like that nice um and i'm maybe five hours in yeah um so i'm really not very far into this thing like i so if it's a hundred hours long and i'm five hours in that's what two percent five percent something right. like that you know right um five percent in so it's you know it, it's a very large game and but it's a really cool experience like i didn't know how i was gonna uh i knew nothing about it going in but i'd heard hey this is a good great game to pick up for your vita and mm-hmm. it was on sale uh for 15 bucks like last month and so i picked it up um and uh, it's really awesome. Like it, it sucked me in um, pretty much right away because this whole storyline is you're a new kid to a uh, into a school like a high school, and a murder happens and mystery things ensue. Um, there's obviously like you know being I a, love murder mysteries. Oh, it's really it's 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 really intriguing um, because there are like these supernatural elements, but it's like but then it's not supernatural, and then but, you know so it's like an RPG where you're trying to figure out who who did it at the same time as you're you know fighting um you know these these fantastical kind of monsters and things and so it's uh it's a really intriguing intriguing story so i the gameplay hasn't opened up 100% yet i know that uh it's just about to like i, I it's teased a few times where it's basically you live here for a calendar year so like the story takes place over 365 days and i think game time i might be uh, I'm not a full week in yet. I think I'm almost like I'm right at that that first week. Mm. Um, so yeah. So and so like there have been people that have teased where it's like oh so it takes a it's a year game time. 
A year game time. Yeah. Dang. So yeah, that's it's a really substantial game. That's wild. Yeah. Um, anyway, so like th- there are people who have been like, oh, come back and, uh, you know, we're going to have a job opening in three days, come mm-hmm. back on the 20th or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like, I mean, obviously that's teasing like, Hey, there's going to be something to do right here. Right. Different in, you know, however much game time that is. So, right. um, but dude, it's, uh, How it's much really time nice. Do you think you've put in so far? Um, like I said, I think I put in maybe five hours so far. I mean, it's, you know, not a, not a ton. Like I played it a lot the first night, but a lot of the, a lot of the first, you know, the first four hours of this thing was like watching like an anime kind of a uh, show with really like, with these like decisions that you have it's to like make a, a four hour um, movie. Yeah, kind of. I mean, like there's these decisions that you have to make that have varying degrees of uh, of significance on the actual plot. Dang. Like there's uh, how you respond to people. There's usually like three choices. And so, you know, you can do dialogue trees and things and and uh, some of them matter a lot. Some of them don't matter at all. That's wild. Um, which is interesting. Like, it's super weird. Like, I usually, now I'm just like, ah, let me respond how I want to respond. But there's one where, like, for instance, um, if you answer a certain way, you get a stat increase. Um, and so, like, if you don't answer that way, you don't get the stat increase. So, I mean, yeah. that, that ends up being, you know, I would imagine adding up over the course of 100 hours being a pretty fairly big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, and so... I don't know. I mean, it's it's a really fun game. I'll see how I like it as it gets more in depth and sprawls a little bit more um, mm-hmm. and gets a little bit more kind of grindy and that sort of thing. But uh, as of now, I'm having a really good time with it. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. It sounds sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, super fun. I uh, I recommend if you have a Vita, at least the first five hours of this thing are intriguing and good. So. Um. So do we want to do a new segment as well? Yeah. Okay. The Okay, John, so we don't have a ton of news. There's not a bunch? There's some news. Okay. Um, first of all, there's a new trailer for The Mockingjay Part 2. Is this more than just the, the logo that morphs into The Mockingjay? Oh, we already had one more. That We already had something beyond that. Yeah, okay. Um, this is I a, haven't seen it. What? I didn't see the you trailer. You haven't seen the first one? I haven't seen the trailer, no. I didn't right, know I'm there was po- a first I'll one. I'll post the first one and the second one. I'll go watch them. today on stayintarkerpodcast.com. Super excited. Um, yeah, like, so, you know, something that I'm really excited about this movie is the the third book was kind of whatever in my opinion on um so for for the Hunger Games series so the Hunger Games series the the third book was really slow well we can, yeah i mean so the first part you know first half was really slow and the second half kind of crams a bunch of stuff into it and it's like whatever and then there's some weird things that you're just kind of like i don't know how they're going to portray that it looks like they're doing a great job though and and the the you know i i was kind of I was optimistic about it because mm-hmm. um, of how good the first half, the first movie was, Mark, Mockingjay Part 1. Well, like, I thought that that was probably the part that was more, had more minds um, because of just the, the, the pacing of it. And yeah. And, you know, how how plodding that is in the book. Think about, though, like, think about the, in the second half, like, some of the, the crazy creatures and stuff yeah. like that that yeah. are in it. Yeah. And, um no, I totally, I totally. This looks I mean, super action packed. Okay, and it looks like a, it's a lot of fun. Well, I think on our, you can post a link to our review of the first half of Mockingjay uh, in the podcast. Yes, as well. I will do that. Um, because I think one of the comments we made on that review was that they stopped it at the perfect moment mm-hmm. um, where the final movie will just be action, uh, essentially. Right. Um, yeah, which is gonna be yeah. really cool. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that's out. Uh, go take a look if you're interested. Awesome. Heroes, the the Heroes Reborn prequel, Heroes web series. Reborn. It's called Dark Matters. Um, is available now on the Heroes iOS and Android app. Hashtag play on words. Yes, actually, it's the app is called Heroes Reborn. There you go. Um, so if you're into heroes, that's where you can get. I your need fix. to go watch that. Like, is it not going to air on television at all? Well, this well, the Heroes Reborn will, but not the prequel series. But is the prequel series like? Does that have anything to do with? Um like, I mean, what does that have to do with? Like, is it is it directly related to what's upcoming? Like, I mean, do I need so. to, do I absolutely need to know it? I don't know. I think it would be beneficial. So, like, is it the same actors and and things? I think so. That's interesting. Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider. Oh, well, we could, were you going to say something? No, else I was going to say I'll, I'll check it out for oh, sure. Yeah, definitely check it out. I'll post a link to that on standparkerpodcast.com. I'm going to spend a lot of time clicking through these links, Chris. Yes. Rise of the Tomb Raider has been confirmed that it's coming to PS4. Excellent. A year after it comes to Xbox One, so that's the that's the uh, the duration of the exclusivity. For those who don't know, um, 
Microsoft has been saying, you know, that Rise of the Tomb Raider is a timed exclusive for the Xbox. They haven't talked about the time period. It's apparently for a year. Um, it will uh, appear on PS4 um, next Christmas. So 2016. Uh, 2016. Christmas. Fall 2016. Yeah. Um, it'll come to PC spring 2016. Nice. So Xbox first and then PC and then uh, go to PlayStation 4. The other yeah. game that, that had that has the, had that kind of thing happen with it is No Man's Sky. Like I really don't know if that's a PlayStation only exclusive or if it's if it's a timed exclusive. I mean, they've never really said hard and fast like this is only ever coming to a PlayStation console. I don't right, know. Right. So that's that's another one of those on the other side where it's like I just don't, you know, the the whole the mystery behind whether or not it's coming to other consoles or and when that might be right um i don't know i just you know, i say lift the veil guys come on batman arkham knight is getting some pop figurines i'm super excited about this i know you would be yeah um there it's gonna be batman uh scarecrow harley quinn and the arkham knight nice they all they look pretty cool i'll post the pictures at stay on that's awesome they do a really good job with those i know last time though what was it they did killer croc or maybe it was the first one they check did out the killer batman croc. look at the detail in that dude thing. it's so cool yeah like it's super cool. Um, I think Harley Quinn looks pretty. I think this is probably my favorite Harley Quinn pop figurine. I think it's probably mine too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Arkham Knight looks pretty sweet. Yeah, he looks pretty sweet. I picked up. Actually, I think he could probably look better, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, I picked up uh, Arrow, the Arrow pop figurine. Nice. This past week, I found it. So I was I was out um, just hanging. And I decided to go inside to a GameStop. Nice. And uh, I was like, oh, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, it's the Arrow. And I've been looking for it to show up at our local comic shop. Yeah. And I hadn't seen it yet. So that seems like a weird place for for them to just have it. Well, it was like, crazy. They had a ton of pop figurines at this at this specific GameStop. But were they all video game oriented? Or No. Okay. Uh, no, because Arrow's See, not video game oriented. That's the thing that, I, that weirds me out about it. Is like if I was like GameStop, I would just assume, oh, you're going to go in and you're going to find a uh, video game character yeah. pop. Yeah, you for know? sure. Like, well, so like what was weird was, you know, they had they had uh, the Arrow um, pop figurines. They had Captain Cold from Flash. They had some Game of Thrones pop figurines. They had uh, Adventure Time <laughs> pop figurines. They had Iron Man from Avenger, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. They had Ant-Man pop figurines. So, so they had, did they buy these like in a trade-in, like where somebody traded it in no, their video game um, collection and their pop collection. No, it looked like they were brand new. Like I think you know, it's a specific store. Like is is hardcore into selling pop figurines. Nice. I know that GameStop has had some like exclusive ones of some of the video game ones, like some of the Arkham Knight stuff. You might keep your eye out that they might have some uh, uh, GameStop exclusive Arkham Knight uh, pops, like a variant or something like that. So um, I remember like last time with Arkham City, I think they had a uh, GameStop exclusive one, and he was blue. Um, versus like, so he had a different, different kind of coloring. So yeah, there's a new Supergirl poster has been revealed. Nice. I mean, like I'm super excited to see it. Um, I know that like the, the visuals of everything that I've seen so far yeah. look very, um, uh, Lois and Clark adventures of Superman kind of style. Like it, it really reminds me of that, which was, I liked that show a lot. Yeah. Um, it was a very much a product of its era. Yeah. So I really hope that this feels more modern than um, some of the visuals are making it making it appear to be. But I'm really excited for this show. I have. Um, I'll post this on StayTargetPodcast.com. I have a secret to tell you, John. You have a secret to tell me? Like you're o- okay. So you're only going to post the secret on the website? No, no, I'm not going to do that. And and okay, so you are actually going to tell, tell you people. right now. That would be really really mischievous of you if you just said I'm going to put a secret on yeah, the website. That, that would be wild. Go find it. Um, I have. Might no wait no I uh, plausible dime I might have I haven't actually laid eyes on it yet. What I might have a bootleg copy of Supergirl on my computer. What <laughs> the uh, the federal government is going to come get you right now? I, I didn't say I actually have it. I actually I haven't looked at it, so it might be a virus whenever I open it. How I like. I, I almost asked how this happened mm. and how the, this does happen. I, I can't reveal, but my uh, you can't reveal your sources. So. Yeah. So, should we review it at some point? I think we may. I mean, if you if I don't know, like that's a good question. What are the ethics involved in this, John? <sighs> Dude, I it's don't know. leaked on the internet. Anyone can go out and find it. But like, oh man, like, see, my thing is, you're right. Because what are the? Is there? A, there's got to be an embargo, right? But we but didn't, we didn't sign, we didn't sign it. anything. 
Do you hear my growl? I heard your growl. This is uh man. What I mean, and the other thing is like, what kind of quality is this thing? I, is I it, don't, John. I is don't it know. Somebody in a uh, in a seat in Comic Con. I don't. Their, I don't uh, know. You know. With their flip phone, with their their Motorola Razor. I do not know. <laughs> As for all I know, I open this up and it's the Joker laughing at us. Yeah, and it just explodes like the uh-huh. computer explodes. Yes. So, yeah, anyway, we'll have to discuss these things and think about these things. All right. All right. We'll talk about um, it off air. Off air. We shouldn't have this discussion on air. Yeah, we probably probably shouldn't uh, incriminate ourselves on air. We, <laughs> incriminate because, ourselves. Well, we've been like speaking hypothetically this entire time. So hypothetically, if you potentially have this thing. It's true. I don't know for sure um, if I have it or not. Right. So, I mean, we're speaking hypothetically, but like, you know, once it gets into being real territory, then it, we're, we're talking about, you know, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about, Chris. <laughs> it's just getting serious. All right. That's all, right. all I know. Um, so Jurassic Park, or sorry, not Jurassic Park, Jurassic World yeah. 2 Whoa. has a release date, They've John. already built it? Uh, They've already rebuilt from this disaster? You can't, what? what? How does, spoilers. Uh, spoiler alert. Y- yeah. Well, I mean, everybody knows that that's going to happen. <laughs> everybody sorry. knows there's a disaster. Well, I mean, obviously you don't have a movie without, you know, right. a disaster. Right. Some sort of, sort of disaster. Even if the disaster is an ice cream uh, cone falling on the ground, that would be a disaster. Chris. That's true. Because so it's I'm, very hot So outside. I'm trying to find it right now. Like, it was... I like put you, put it, it, you put it in the calendar. How yeah. many years oh, are we okay, talking? So June 22nd, 2018. <laughs> you can mark your calendars. That's whenever we're reviewing it. Yes. What's, what's hilarious is... Um, uh, two weeks later, yeah, two weeks later, I have Captain Marvel comes out that day, dude. <laughs> and on J- J- July sixth, I'm really excited for Captain Marvel. Well, yeah, but you know, so anyway, you know, we're just getting like, I don't know, these studios they, they go crazy far out. But apparently, in yeah. 2000, 2018, I was honestly hoping we get it sooner. That's like three years away. Yeah, I mean, but th- I mean, they probably haven't even started the story for it. Oh yet. no, yeah, I don't. Think, I mean, you know. so I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. The other thing, like about looking out that far, like these studios, because Jurassic World was such a big movie this time, and yeah. it was, it was great. I mean, it was, it was a huge movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're just looking at people putting up, you know, tent poles, and they're just saying, "Hey, we're gonna be here around this area, right. and if you feel threatened by us." Then you might want to get out of the way. That's true. Um, so it's letting all of well, the so uh, like that's, but all is, of the San Andreases and things like that uh, just know. This is, but this is this causes the same problem. So like, yeah. I think the reason they're they're putting it in 2018 is because 2017 is probably all booked. Yeah, no, that's very Somebody's true. Somebody's already got it all. Yep, they didn't they didn't want to get around Infinity War or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, so. I mean. Ugh. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, John. Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's a new frontier that we live in, Chris, where we know what we're going to be doing in 2019. Yeah, it's super weird, dude. It's very strange. Um, and is it too too early to be hyped for this movie? I don't want to be hyped for this movie yet. I mean, like, I don't know why they announced it yet. Like, I didn't want to hear it's, about it's this like movie. It's kind of like Suicide Squad, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I, I imagine we're going to see tweets from the set uh, and, and all that whole thing. I don't know. Like, it's just very strange to me. Um, the idea... I don't know. The idea of like announcing a movie three years before it comes out, it's like the hype train to me doesn't start until about a year before a movie comes out. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, we knew about Star Wars, that Star Wars was happening two years before it happened, but that was only because Disney made a gigantic purchase. And so they were like, yeah. And with this gigantic purchase, we're starting up the movies again. Right. We didn't really know when. And then finally, whenever we did know when, it was maybe a year and change out. Like, I feel like three years is just far too long. I'm not hyped for this movie yet, Chris. So there was some, another, uh, this is the last piece of seeking of movies. Okay. Last piece of news that you sent me yesterday. Yes. Um, U.S. movie ticket prices have hit a record high. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. They're at their highest since 2013. Yeah, which is which is wild. This is prices. So, so you go to a movie theater, you pay more. You pay more now, which I mean, it's inflation. With inflation, that kind of happens anyway. Yeah, 2% every year. Yeah, but this is far more their than 2%. logic was kind of baffling. Yeah, their logic was uh so they say, let me see. Variety reports a number of factors have contributed to this rise, including 3D movies, luxury seating, and amenities that allow venues to charge more for the average ticket. So let's let's run these down. Yep. All right, 3D movies. So, so 3D movies, like, unless you specifically go out of your way to not see a 3D movie, they don't, like, show just non-3D movies 
like mo- of most of the big blockbusters. Yeah, anymore. you mean the 3D movies I have to pay for? Yeah, it's because like, I want to see it in IMAX and it's only in IMAX 3D. Yeah, or or even at like oh, I want to go at seven o'clock. Oh, only 3D. There's only times. 3D showings until ten. Like they do the the, the non 3D showings like either early or late, yeah. or the very first showing on the the first night that it's it's available is a 3D showing, and then you have to wait a whole another hour and a half, two hours before you can see a non 3D showing. So like they essentially force you to see a 3d movie and pay an extra five dollars a ticket mm-hmm. so luxury seating luxury seating okay john i mean i know okay but there are these you know theaters where you're sitting in a an easy lazy boy an easy chair yes okay i don't think that's what they're talking that's, about that doesn't seem to they're be just they're talking, talking about. about seats with pads on them yeah or the ones that like rock a little uh, bit, yeah. like the just, one that leans uh, back just okay. a little bit. I can I can lean back three inches. Yeah, and the That's person behind seat. you can kick your chair and push you forward. Exactly. You know, whenever they I'm going to pay scared. extra for that. Well, like, and the other thing is, like, you walk into any what, theater. Do I pay an extra dollar for the armrest that comes up <laughs> with a cup holder? Well, an, well, an extra I mean, dollar for a cup holder. Yes. No, I'm talking about the ones that you know, like, some, oh, they, 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 raise. Go, oh, they raise. Uh, I see. So you can hold hands with your friend. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, the other thing, like, I was thinking with this was, you walk into any theater, any theater, like. Anywhere, do they have the luxury seats on one side and then no, the, the no, non-luxury you don't, you don't have seats, the, the, the folding chairs this would on make the other? Sense if you had the here, hey, 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 if you want to see a movie for five dollars, you can go into this theater. Yeah. There's nails on the floor. We've got hard as rock seats with no padding. Yeah, and uh, straight up two D, like no three D. Yeah. Well, and even like, and even think about like, uh, think about your. Um, <laughs> the way that that you walk in like if you walk into any showing i feel like there should be the prime seats in the middle like uh-huh. that are that are centered and they should be the leather ones and the they've got the the lean and the cup holders and all that stuff and then the rest of them are just folding chairs you know just, <laughs> yes or just bean bags you know just throw out a bunch of pillows you know it's like whatever you, or you might as well be at, you should honestly just be at home on your couch exactly cuz this just sucks but luxury seating chris yeah the other one what is it, what else was there that there's amenities uh, yeah, amenities. The, but, uh, um, the yeah, uh, <laughs> just amenities. So does this mean like so? There are some places. See, variety on the variety site. They're saying you know like um, it appears that the growth in premium large formats like IMAX and the rise of luxury seating is being felt. Theaters are investing in more amenities with major chains like AMC and Regal, outfitting their locations with plush recliners. Line them. T- I mean, if they're talking specifically about plush recliners, what are they? What are they calling a recliner in this? They, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know. dude. I don't know. Like this is just super, super weird. It seems very strange. Wasn't didn't they also say something about food prices? Yeah, well, or something the, like that's that? what the amenities are. Like the, the amenities, like I would imagine, nah. are like, hey, well, they come and a, serve you or whatever. You, you can get. Uh, I don't even think that's what they're talking about. I think it's like you know, hey, you can get a cheeseburger. Like I was at a, you know when I went to the movie on Tuesday. It's right. Like, I it's like whole could meals. have gotten a cheeseburger. Yeah. And a hot dog from the from the snack stand rather than just you know popcorn and. Soda. So, so those candy. that contributes to the, the rise so. of prices. Well, I mean, I I see just, the all price. The other saying prices are higher. Yeah. So okay. So no, you're no, paying no. to have access. Never to mind. These things? Never mind. No, 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 no. Never mind. I don't think. I don't think that raises the prices. Okay. That would that would attribute to if they were actually making more money. I wonder right. if, they're actually, if they're making more money. I mean, and revenues are up. Then there are also those like really like lux, like those really just really uh, expensive like. Forty dollars for a ticket where the waiter comes to your like yeah. to you. And, that would be an amenity. Yeah, I feel like that is a big thing. But it's like yeah. Anyway, so we had a, a podcast a while back um, uh, that I really enjoyed where we were talking about our movie prices too high. Yeah, and we we stated that unless movie like theaters start offering more for your price, like for the price, then they're just going to continue to to diminish. But I mean, they are saying that. Hey, yeah, we are offering more. We're offering luxury seating, 3D, and amenities. And I'll tell I, you what I want, John. I really just don't know if that's why. I want cleaner bathrooms. <laughs> Dude, me too. I don't think I've ever been in a movie theater bathroom that has not just been destroyed. Yeah, where you walk in and the, wa- the floor is wet for some reason. Oh, all the time. <laughs> It's like, are they constantly peeing on the floor? <laughs> are they overflowing? Pipe? I feel like there's just a leaky pipe somewhere. Maybe the bowl's <laughs> just sweating a lot. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, all I know is it's gross. Let's let's. I would pay an extra. How much would you pay for a clean restaurant? Oh, five bucks, easy, <laughs> dude. I mean, like, <laughs> I really feel like they really need to just. Like, if like I could, if I could go in there like it was you know as clean as you know my house, I'd yeah. be like, all right. Or yeah, or or even just a really nice bathroom. You know, whenever you walk out of a, a bathroom and then you're like, hey guys, the yeah. bathrooms are awesome here. You know, it's like there's yeah. there's just you have those conversations, and I feel like if that ever happened in a theater, it's like I'm going to that theater all the time now. Do you think that one of the amenities could possibly be fountains, like that one we have a we have a ah. a theater we go to a lot that has a fountain in the middle? <laughs> yeah, it's like you walk in, you buy your ticket, and you walk into the Welcome. lobby. Person takes your ticket, and there's just a fountain there. Um, Please pay your extra dollar <laughs> and for we've, the fountain. We've always we've posited: Did they just say, "Hey, we have this open space and an extra fountain lying around"? Do we just put the fountain here, yeah. or was the fountain already there and they built the theater around the fountain? That's what I think is the most plausible situation. I mean, I, I I feel like it's logical. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I, I don't know why it's there. So I'll the tell other you, thing is, like, if it was a, if it was a mall originally, right. well, that's what I was gonna say. So mm. like, that's I miss. I don't think they build fountains in malls anymore. Mm, yeah. Well, you jumped into one in high school. I did. You ran I, in, on video. I forgot about you that. You ran into a uh, you ran into a mall and jumped in one of the fountains. Yes. And then the next week they put a sign up that said, "Don't jump in the fountains." Yep. That was because of me. Yeah. That's you ruined it for everyone, Chris. So this is a this is a great story. We should uh, we should find that video and post it on StayInTargetPodcast.com. Really we really should. We, we should. We should. We should. Uh, not not soon, but at some point we will. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I did want to bring that up about the uh, the ticket prices. So if everyone can tweet at us and tell us, are you know, do you feel the result of these increased, uh, yeah, you know, luxury items, the luxury seating, and the you know, do you like the three D, and then do you like the uh, the amenities that they offer, and is it worth the extra extra ticket price yeah do you or do you not go see movies because they're so high yeah i mean i feel like that is more what it is and the other thing like this year they they pointed out in the article that this year there have been quite a few really big movies oh yeah i like there's been a ton of movies and that's that's the thing like it's kept me from going like so i was super happy i got some pre-screening tickets to see um southpaw because i really wanted to see it but i've spent a lot of money on movies lately so i'm like well you know you know, I, I yeah. don't have to pay for this one. Yeah. I, I had uh, pre-screening passes to see Vacation tonight. Um, that's how dedicated I am to this podcast, John. I, we, I, I, I threw that to the wind, abandoned, abandoned other people I knew going, and said, I'm going to podcast. Well, everyone appreciates your dedication, yes, Chris. They your should. dedication. They should thank me personally. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see Chris, thank him personally. I'm kidding. <laughs> or you can just kick him in the shins for, <laughs> yeah. for being a jerk. <laughs> for, for being an idiot. No, I'm I'm totally kidding. Oh, don't man. do that. No, no but you know, but like that's another one where it's like I really want to see that. Yeah, but I don't know that I'm going to actually right. pay money to go see it. No, you know? I know because like you got you've got Avengers, you've got your uh, your your San Andreas's, you've got your Star Wars coming up later. Even this San Andreas was a uh, was, was a was a pre-screening movie. Yeah, did you? Oh yeah, you did see that. I as probably a wouldn't have seen that in theaters either. I mean, yeah, and, and that movie was actually really big. Like surprisingly, it yeah, did it really really, good. really well. And I think Vacation looks really really good. So I might go see it this weekend or yeah. something like that. But I don't know. But Chris, these issues come up. With higher prices, higher prices of the movies, you go to see less movies, um, fewer movies rather. Yes. Or, I mean, you, or you're more picky. Yeah. You don't. You you only go see the big movies. Yeah, the movies that you you already you know that are good, right? Um, or going to be good, or you're super interested in. So. Right. Um. All right. Well, I think that's the news. Okay, Chris. Hmm. We are moving on. Finally. All right. As we've been teasing it for the last few weeks. Yes. The Batman Arkham Knight Review. That's right, John. It's time for the Batman Arkham Knight Review. So how was the game, Chris? The game is very great. I have to make a disclaimer, though. What's the disclaimer? I haven't finished it yet. You haven't finished it yet? All right, so here's the thing. So I've been trying to do this, you know, like, and and granted, this is my fault, but, like, I've just just been slammed. Yeah, been going to see free movies, <laughs> doing other things. It is the summertime. It is the summertime. Yeah, so let's like, just be honest. And so I have not finished um, Arkham Knight, but I'm like, man, like I need to go ahead and get out there. What I'm going to get out there? Yeah, and uh, well, and I mean, talk about it. Okay, so the last time I talked to you, yeah, like you can tell me if you're farther along, but you no, were I'm like seventy percent. Nope. 
Have not played since then. Okay, so you're still seventy percent. So like, but seventy percent of so like you can like whenever you're seventy percent of the way through a game, you've yeah. pretty much experienced most of the gameplay. Yeah. The only thing you haven't done is really the the run up to the end. Right. Um. Here's another question I have for you. Have you been collecting the uh the Riddler trophies? I have. So I'm like along not, not only seventy percent of the way done with the campaign, but seventy percent of the way done with the uh, the entire game. Okay. Um. And so. Yeah, because I know like the, there's different games that will do different percentages. Um, so like, what was it? Uh, I think some of the games like they'll say, "Oh, this is the, the percentage is based on the campaign, like the main story," and then some of them it's based on literally everything there is to do with the game. So I mean, this one is everything there is to do with the game. So always has been since Arkham, Arkham, uh, not Origins, Arkham. Manor? No, Arkham, 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 Arkham Asylum? Arkham, yeah, the original one. Okay. Sorry, I couldn't think of Asylum. That's fine. Okay, so, yeah, like, um, so I'm going to talk about, like, basically, I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about the mechanics of the game, okay. talk about, like, the, the gameplay, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to delve we'll into this. keep it spoiler-free? Yeah, spoiler-free today. Okay. Okay, I think I'll come back um, after I 100% this thing okay. and uh, maybe Spoil give an update, update on the story, but... Um, I will say this is the one of the my favorite Batman stories mm. that has been told. Mm. Okay, so let's go into that. And should you play this game? Yes. If you don't want to know anything about any of the gameplay, stop right now. Let's go buy the game and play it. Gotcha. Um, we were at um, uh, Josh Fulton's house, Fultron. Yeah, he's been on the show before. He has his own. You should check him out on YouTube. Yeah, um, he, we were at his house on Saturday, and uh, there were some uh, uh, some friends there. And he was playing Batman Arkham um, Knight. He was as the in the Batmobile and showing That's us. That's right. I should have mentioned that we did an in real life gaming night. Oh yeah, we did. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So we, we did that, and uh, but he was showing showing off Arkham Knight and the Batmobile and the cool things you can do, some yeah. of the Riddler tracks and stuff like that. And um, immediately, one of the guys went out and bought it <laughs> the next day. That's awesome. After because he was like, I have to have this game, and uh, it is. It's 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 like that. It's like you know, like the thing. The funny thing is, I think one of the things that's kept me from like, um, like just busting out and finishing this is because. I know the minute I like I'm about I'm, I know where I'm at like I've been told where I'm at in the story yeah. like is like the precipice of like the end okay mm. so it's just like a ramp to the end yeah and I kind of just want to finish because I know like man the first week this thing came out definitely there were a couple of nights where I started this I don't know like seven o'clock um four o'clock in the morning later <laughs> <laughs> I finally stop and turn it off. Because it's just so it like it just pulls you in, man. Yeah. Like it, oh gosh, that's how Arkham City was for me, man. It's in and, and a lot of it was um, doing the Riddler trophies and like just being the Batman. Yeah, so because like, you just you just like whenever I was this is one of the few games this and then. Um, like I'm not a huge like big person on a bunch of open world games but whenever I get into get into an open world game I am in that open world game like Red Dead Redemption was another one but I usually like whenever I'm in that zone I I will think about it throughout the day like throughout my day I'll just be like hmm I could be uh, I could be being the Batman right now you know or it's like oh I'm gonna I can't wait to get home and, and be the Batman again you know put on the cowl and and uh, f- swoop around uh, Gotham City. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like it's just it just dominates your uh, your mind. So, um, tell me how city worked in terms of gear and upgrades. Like, did you get upgrade points and stuff like that? Um, you were able to upgrade things, um, but I don't know if you spent like upgrade points. Maybe like you unlock an upgrade and you can choose which thing you upgraded. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there were like different tiers. I think there was like okay. So, uh, is there a spot in this one where you're you can look at the different tiers and like there's a chain of them and so they're all kind of like linked and there's maybe some branching paths and then so you choose basically which direction down the path to go. Yeah, I mean, so it's, but, it's very. Yeah, like so. There's those aspects, but like they tie them. Let's. So I'm going into the kind of the review, the gameplay portion of yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. So, um, one of the main things about Arkham, the Arkham series, is the, like the combat yeah. and the the gear and tech that you get with Batman. And um, the way that it, it works in um, this game is you start and you're it's very minimalistic. You have like your batarangs, um, you have your bat claw, 
Uh, and I think that might be it, man. Mm. You don't even have a line launcher yet. You know, like oh, wow. you don't have that that. So gear. you don't have you don't have the stuff that you had in, even in Arkham no. City, uh, or is, even Asylum. At the is end there of, a? Uh, didn't City starts and you have all the gear you had from Asylum, right? And it just builds on that. This is like you don't even have some of the gear you had at the end of Arkham Asylum. Wow. Okay. So like, my question is, why? Like, do they give a good reason for that, or is it kind of just you don't it, really it just is that you way. don't really need it. Um, gotcha. And uh, just to, to cover the normal street crime, you don't need to be carrying around, you know, your your all your gear. Yeah, I mean, so like you you start the game, and um, I would say within the first hour or so, like you end up upgrading your bat suit to a different bat suit, and that's whenever gotcha. you kind of get some of this gear back. Mm. Um, so I don't know, you know, he's just running around, you know, just doesn't really need it or something. Yeah. But in terms of the story and what they are having you do, you don't really need it. Um, and I think like. Because it's an open world, yeah. The only thing that I could think of that like, it keeps you out of areas that you shouldn't go to, not having this gear. Gotcha. Um, at that point, at least, possibly. So it's kind of Zelda esque in that way. Yeah, maybe. Um, but that's how City works too. So, but yeah. the uh, the interesting thing that they do, like as you're you are upgrading your gear, getting new gear, upgrading it, upgrading your skills, your combat, your defenses on your bat suit, and things like that. It's very RPG esque in that way. Nice. Um, every single side mission slash mission you earn gets you these. Uh, I forget what they're called, like Wayne Tech points or something like that. I don't know. Um, Batman and, owns Wayne Tech. I know he could just have all the points. He just needs to give himself the points, <laughs> but. You can spend those however you want, and I am Wayne Points. They do. They do have these trees where, like you know, you unlock. You have, in order to unlock more. Uh, well, for instance, you know, just something simple where it's like, okay, the first button on this tree gives your bat suit twenty five percent more resistance against bullets. Yeah. Um, then the next one gives you fifty percent damage reduction against bullets, and so like yeah. you, you know, it's kind of a tiered system like that. It's it's, it's crazy because you know like. Some of those upgrades are kind of hidden, mm. where or sorry, not not some of them. A lot of them are hidden until later in the game. Gotcha. Um, and it's just kind of like depending on where you're at in the story slash what you've got unlocked, you know, they might be accessible. You can't access them before certain parts in the game. So it's it's really interesting the way it works. But then you can basically build the Batman you want. Eventually, I think you can get you can do all the get all the stuff. But mm-hmm. like for instance, I'll just you know if you're gonna play this game, I'm gonna tell you right now. Definitely, first thing, you know, spend your points on upgrading your bat suit damage against yeah, melee was... damage, against bullets, well, sorry, against bullets first, Yeah. then against melee damage. Um, definitely take your the uh, the armor on your Batmobile up all the way. Um, there's some upgrades to the weapons on the Batmobile. Those are super beneficial early on. Um, definitely, like, um, the defensive things are, are kind of what, um, what you went for. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that's, and that's, that's the best way to, because like, are you playing this on the hardest difficulty too? Like, is that, did you start it there and then go back? Or are you starting in normal? Start at normal because there's no, um, achievement associated with any of the different, um, difficulties. And I played Arkham Asylum on normal and really enjoyed it. So gotcha. I was like, I'll just keep it the same. You know, it still gives you the warning above, um, play uh, enemies whenever they're gonna hit you with something or yeah. something like that. Throw something. That's how I played. I mean, I, w- I started a playthrough on a really hard hard one for Asylum, but like I really didn't um, for Asylum or City for Asylum. Like I started playing through it a second time, um, and so like I I don't know it, it it was less enjoyable to me after you know after having played and been able to you know read them as far as block. And counter and those types of things. I just and so from whenever I went to city after that, I went ahead and did it on normal because I was yeah. just like, man, it's just more of an enjoyable experience for me if I don't have to really, really think about it and it's not just grinding, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember where I was at. Oh, so I was talking about the other uh, upgrades. Um. And so like as you go through, you unlock them. And so what it does is it kind of forces you to do the side missions, which I like. Um, they tie into the main story really well. Really well. Like, they have really intriguing storylines. Cool. Um, some of them do get repetitive, and some of them are excessive. There's, like, you know, these... All, uh, they call them roadblocks all around the city, and you're supposed to just... All you go, go do is go beat up some guys in there and turn off the roadblock. And there's, like, 20 of them. And it's like, oh, gosh, this Man. is another... You know, like you, you'll run into them kind of naturally, but then there's several like that I haven't found yet, and it's like I'm, I have to just go look for them. Yeah, you're just gonna have to go search. And do so, you know like the area of city that they're in, or is it just like you're? Do you have no idea? Um, I don't remember if the road. I don't know if you remember the roadblocks. 
if you know where those are at. You, there are also strongholds. You know where those are at for gotcha. sure. And uh, and so like you can you can find those. Those are a little better, and they're they're more uh, intricate, and so they're mm. a lot more fun to actually play. So do do they allow you to do kind of the predator thing and to do that kind of a mode, like do the stealth Batman thing versus an all out attack? Yeah. So well, let me finish talking about um the uh, the the side missions first, then I'll talk about more about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, the, uh, they, they, the, you can approach those different ways, you know, like you can like, you know, several of them, it's like, you know, I, I sneak around and kill everybody or not kill, um, <laughs> knock out everyone in there and, and then take it over that kind of thing. Um, so there's, there's those. And so like, those are the kind of, um, like side missions that are like, okay, these are really repetitive. They, yeah. You know, they don't really have a story or they kind of have a story associated with them, but not really. Um, they also have like these car chases through the city. So you'll just be driving around doo, 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 and then like somebody will come careening in front of you and was like, yeah. get him. <laughs> so you have to chase these things down and, and, uh, and, what happens if you don't like, that's my question. I mean, they get away, but like, so you have a certain number that you have to take down as part I of the gotcha. side mission, you know? Oh. And so, so you're just checking boxes kind of, you know, like with that kind of stuff. And then there's things where it's like, okay, you're going to go investigate this crime. And so you go do some detective work. Those are the most fun where you're like doing detective work or you're tracking, um, tracking something or uh, they have like a super villain basically. Like there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple of super villains, you know, you can take out, um, that kind of thing. But yeah, it's like the most fun is whenever you're doing detective work. Um, as far as gameplay goes, you mentioned something about like um, stealth mode, and yeah, predator mode, s- predator mode, and sneaking around and using your your bat vision. That doesn't happen as much as at least it did in Arkham Asylum. Arkham Honestly, Asylum, it was everywhere because because that was a very tunneled experience. It was happening everywhere. It only happened in Arkham City in a few spots, and it was fun whenever it did. Like right. that's the thing is, it got to be kind of a grind in Arkham Asylum, but in Arkham City, it was more like whenever it happened, you were like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air. Well, what's funny is you know sometimes you'll encounter like a room and then you'll you know beat everybody up in it and then you can't find something it's like oh i need to use detective vision you know and so ah. it's 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 literally it sometimes feels like an afterthought because you don't need it most of the time mm. um you so can, you can just basically just go in and beat everybody up well that and it's it's usually really readily apparent you know where um like the grates on the floor are or the vents on the on the side of the yeah the wall and so you don't really need it that often um, in in battle or in environments like that. Occasionally you do, um, but you it does come into play whenever you have like you know, um, more tunneled. There's like some areas that you go into for the story where it's like, okay, you're in this building or this structure for you know an hour, and so like you gotcha. really use it then. Gotcha. Um, and so. I mean, they kind of had some stuff like that in City too. Like they had this this area um, where you're going in to take out. Um, a specific boss um, and you just kind of like you have to work your way through all of the the, the bad dudes that are in there um, and so you you basically have to just predator mode take them all out and then because otherwise you just get overwhelmed like I, you know if you go in guns ablazing or whatever so right right at more like feet and fists ablazing yeah not guns blazing the um, the interesting thing about um, this game, I think, and one of the, the my favorite parts is the fact that it incorporates both head-on combat, stealth, obviously, but then there's also a lot of puzzling in it. Hmm. Um, not in not just like so in a, in a greater level than I've seen in a lot of games. There's a lot of the Riddler puzzles. They all like they take some some thinking, and they yeah. You know, there's always been like riddles where it's like you know here's some kind of crazy rhyme, and we're talking about a place, so you know I've got to figure out where that is. There's that, but then there's also these huge Riddler puzzles like that are super complex that he's set up all around the city that you have to solve as part of the story, um, and uh, and that it really like sometimes it just like it, sometimes it, it takes. Um, your brain power sometimes it takes just like okay you have to like the the uh um the batmobile yeah racetracks like those just that just takes some um gameplay some good gameplay some racing and racing all yeah. of those burnout skills from back in the day exactly um that rush two of four nine and you know even some other other parts like there's a there's some blimps that you go into at some at one point and you know they there's a lot of puzzling and stuff in there so it's it's really really cool I I love that aspect of it love the detective moments whenever you're investigating the crime scene trying to f- track down someone or figure out what happened um, that kind of thing speaking of the Batmobile yeah 
the Batmobile plays a big role in this. And that's a that's a relatively new addition. Like that is, hasn't been in any of the other games. We saw it in some cutscenes in the other games, and it looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that was not this particular Batmobile. Right. This particular Batmobile has been outfitted with the uh, the most uh, advanced non-lethal combat options and and lethal because you're you. So you there are these tanks around the city. Um, at, uh, Really early on, and so you you have to take out these other tanks with your Batmobile. Oh, nice! So it's like tank on tank combat. Is this um, like the uh, the robot wars that are going to happen between whatever company that is in the U.S. and whatever company that is in the uh, in, in Japan? Yes, kind of. Awesome. But yeah, they're they're all drones, and so like you do you have combat. Um, you do combat in the the Batmobile with drones and stuff like that. Um, you. Uh, you can also like perform takedowns if you say you're on the streets fighting mm-hmm. and uh, you want to perform a takedown with the Batmobile. Oh, you boy. punch somebody up in the air and they kick them usually, and then the Batmobile shoots a non-lethal round right at their head and knocks them out. So are they like? I mean, like, what kind of non-lethal rounds are we talking about? Here? I have no idea, John. It looks like you're actually killing people. Okay. Like, <laughs> the- well, I mean, like, whenever I was watching uh, Fultron drive around in the city, like, yeah. it, it apparently has like these tasers on the front bumper. Yeah. Whenever you run into people, it uh, electrocutes them and knocks them away from the car. Like what I was saying was like, but it, then you can still run over. It literally them. looks like it just it like not doesn't knock them away from the car. It looks like they get hit by a car and electrocuted at the same time. Yeah, that, that's basically what happens. I mean, I. Can't can't imagine getting hit by a car going 50 miles an hour and the fact that that car has an well, electric the, fence the on the front the, of it. The, the, the uh, electrocution <laughs> is enough to knock them out because you can like just love tap somebody real fast with your car and then they'll they'll get, get knocked out. Dude, like, I mean, you just got to suspend, suspend <laughs> your, uh, you know, y- I your, guess. Your belief? Yeah, well, your disbelief. Or disbelief. Yeah, yes. you just got to suspend your disbelief and like get into it. But I don't know. I mean, it just seems like that there are probably some people with pacemakers that yeah. that has probably killed. Um, as far as combat goes, it's super, super, super cool. Um, there's a lot of new combos. Um, there's a lot of new enemy types in terms of like different combos affect awesome. different enemy types in a different way. You can use your, there's a lot of uh, quick commands for the gadgets. Um, just like before. Um, That's awesome. And, uh, but, but like, I feel like you use them in different ways. What's interesting is, you know, like, I can't remember. Um, detective mode used to be on like your bumper. Yeah, um, it's no longer there. It's down on your D pad. Hmm. Um, some of the quick commands are different from Arkham Asylum and City. Interesting. Um, I honestly don't mind it as much. At first, I would like walk into a room and then accidentally call the uh, the Batmobile because I was trying to <laughs> turn on detective mode. Yeah. Um, but I like it. Um, my thing, like with City, like, and you can tell me if this one's like this. As you kind of go and learn the different combos and learn, hey, what works for different types of enemies, it becomes like this elaborate dance almost, yeah. like where you walk into a room at the end and and you just kind of know, you just like your fingers just know what buttons to kind of push whenever this happens. It is, but let me tell you again, just like with the gear, where you don't have all your gear from the previous um, games, you yeah. also don't have all your combat options from the previous mm. games right away. You have to unlock them, and what the reason I like that because it doesn't it makes batman not feel like completely overpowered all the time well and also i feel like if i went back right now and like jumped into the end of arkham city i wouldn't know any of those combos like i I just just would have forgotten right you know yeah and so it's not like you have this start off with this elaborate move list like you honestly maybe start off with a move list that's maybe you know five or six moves right um and and as you choose to unlock different moves um you unlock these combos that they work with your your combo meter, or they you know they're just straight up like variations on those basic moves and cool. stuff like that. And so you you can you can um, definitely end up with um, a combat scenario where you use you know twenty different move sets, um, gotcha. combos and stuff like that. And so uh, it's really cool in that way. But I love the the way that you know just like I love the way that you unlock the 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 gear and the tech. Like I love the way that you unlock the uh, the moves. And honestly, like again. I the one of the reasons I'm seventy percent of the way through the whole game versus rather just the story is because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to I want to have an upgraded um, character whenever I go into these final battles you yeah. know and like you know I, I, what's funny is you know whenever it's like okay well I have pro- uh, trouble with 
this story mission or I have trouble with this group of enemies, it's like, well, that's uh, time to go do a bunch of side missions and upgrade my suit again or my moves list or that's something kinda, like that. You know, that's kind of, that's very RPG-ish and it's very yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it, it almost seems like Destiny where it's like, well, I got this new piece of gear. I guess I got to go level it up and I'll come back and I'll be better. Yeah. You know, and so. I mean, yeah, because just, like the, you know, for instance, you know, your uh, the line launcher, you know, at some point you can upgrade it to do different things and you can, you know, like stand on it, like do it like while you're flying in midair and make a line and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I love the new bat suit. Um, it's, uh, you can fly basically, uh, um, forever with it. Um, you, awesome. you get this, uh, upgrade at some point where you use your grappling arm and it just slingshots you up in the air and right. you just, like, you just die. You, you continually dive down. Yeah. You dive down, and pull up, dive pull up. down, pull up. Yeah. City had that too, but you couldn't, you couldn't go forever. Like you couldn't go as far as, uh, as far as I was seeing, uh, other people go. Yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's, it's wild and, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and honestly, like it's, it's, it's interesting. Like you kind of, it opens up the game, you know, where yeah. you're like, you can, you can get across the city and, um, pretty quickly. Um, do you, uh, does it have that thing where like you dive down into the middle of a bunch of guys and then it shockwaves them out and yes. then you start you just furiously attacking them? Yeah, all. that's an upgrade. That's, you know, for instance, you know, you have to upgrade that with your Wayne Tech points, but yes, you do do that's that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's always really fun. Yeah. Um, I had a question about the graphics. Like, I mean, yeah. uh, how does everything look? This is next gen. Yeah. And so like, it's, you know, supposed to look pretty great. Uh, yeah. so t- talk about that for a second. Performance everything, and graphics. Yeah. Everything looks really, really good. Um, uh, just f- as a basis um, of how everything runs. Um, on the PlayStation 4, it runs at native 1080p. Um, on the Xbox One, it runs at, at um, upscaled 900p, upscaled to 1080. Gotcha. Um, from all the comparisons that I've seen, there's not a huge difference. The like the difference that you will, will notice is there might be more um, twinkle slash um, crawl on... Um, small lines and objects mm. further away, like the the city lights, you know, further away. Gotcha. Um, just because the the pixels are a little different on Xbox One, you'll see a little bit more crawl. That's really it, because the engine is beautiful. And then they put this um, number one. They put a film grain filter over everything, mm. and then they also like you know, for instance, um, your waypoint markers whenever you're in the Batmobile or anything that's like technology related. Um, they uh, um, use this kind of pixelated computer graphic look to them. Yeah. So those kind of look weird anyway, like and, and and sketchy. And then half the time it's raining, and so you have rain coming down, and and so like it doesn't. You know, and you then don't... every once in a while somebody just comes and jumps in front of your TV screen. Right. Right. And you know, it it looks great. Um. And uh, I I will cool. say like in terms of the look of the world, um, it's interesting. In this game, they don't give you any kind of uh, marker where it's like, hey, you know, this box needs to be black and this one needs to be, you need to see this. And this so you one don't ever visible. set it up, really. You just have to do, you know, make it look how you want it to look. And so, Interesting. Um, like, I was, apparently, I'm playing mine a little bit darker than than some people, you know. Like, I watched some people's gameplay and it's like, yeah, it looks like, day, you can see everything. And, like, I wanted it to be a little more realistic. Like, yeah. I wanted to be able to, like, I wanted shadows to be shadows, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, I and always like, set mine up, even whenever it says, hey, this needs to be black, I, I always set mine up, like, just shy of where I'm at. Like, your TV, you don't have to worry about it as much. But but being an LCD, mine, like, if you get off axis, it, it changes the color just a little right. bit. Right, that's and true. And so if I lean over by, like, an inch, it, it, you know, I want it to stick. Still, yeah. I'd be as dark as I want it to be. Right. So it's like I, I always err on the side of a little bit darker, a little bit too dark than too light. That's true. I do have to go like really, really far down usually on on the darkness, just because uh, the plasma screen, like every variation of black, is very, very visible. Oh yeah. Um, and so I, I, yeah, that's for sure. That's that's probably a problem. This unique to plasma TVs. Yeah. Um, but you know, it looks it's a beautiful looking game. It it runs super well. Um, I, as far as the open world, there's no loading. Um, there's not supposed to be, at least. Uh, then, you know, like whenever you go into cutscenes, like most of the time the camera will just move into the cutscene. It's, it's, cool. it's, it's just seamless. It's all in engine. The original uh, Arkham Asylum had a lot of loading. Uh, Arkham City had some loading, and especially like if you would fail a task uh, or die, then the loading then was pretty long yeah, sometimes. That's the, still the case here, unfortunately. Okay. Like if you do die, 
you're going to sit there for a good, you know, minute and a half. Yeah, it's about two what it minutes was. maybe. At, yeah. at, what if it's a super, super complex um, area that it's trying to load? And I don't really understand why. Um, you know, whenever it can can keep everything loaded like that, uh, you know, is it is it dumping and reloading? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you all, you know, all the bad guys essentially just have to stand up in my mind. You right. know, it's like if you're shooting this on film, it's like, you know, yeah. you would just hit, but hit the reset button and everybody would get up. There's uh, been a couple times whenever it actually does load. So, like, if I am moving super, super quickly through the city, um, like, especially up on the rooftops, it's happened, I think, three times um, where it will hang. There will be actually a loading um, animation. Mm. There's, like, the circle that kind of goes around, and and it will continue, like... Um, kind of like the destiny seems like where you would go over the destiny seems. Yeah. If, yeah, like in destiny, sometimes it loads. It's kind of like that. Um, I think it's just like where you are moving. It's mainly happened whenever I'm moving like catty corner and barely touch the edge of a, of an area and go on to the next one. And so it's it, got to basically render two at the same time. It, well, it, like, I think it gets confused as to where I'm going. And so it doesn't like load the area that I'm going to correctly. Interesting. Um, and so it just hangs for a second. I do, um, notice some, uh, tearing and uh, frame rate drops occasionally whenever okay. I'm in the Batmobile. Um, like it's you know I'm in the Batmobile, I'm chasing the car, and I'm going through three different buildings or something. You know, like and it's and, exploding. And yeah, there's yeah. just particles everywhere and all that kind of stuff. Now I, I've seen on uh, online some examples of it slowing down like to 15 f- frames a second. I've never seen that. It maybe drops you know down to 25 frames instead of 30. Gotcha. Um, but I haven't seen anything super, super extreme. Um, is a uh, pop-in. Pop-in does happen, um, especially with textures. Um, I don't know. You know, like, it's not because of of what I talked talked about earlier that, you know, there's this film grain filter on it. There's all this rain. There's all this kind of, like, dynamic stuff happening. There's all this, you know, kind of twinkle and crawl anyway because of those things. Um, you don't notice popping as much there's not like it's not like buildings are popping in gotcha it's more like textures are popping in Mm. so So, like all i mean all of a sudden that building back way back in the background looks a little bit more detailed right exactly but you don't really notice it because there's so much else going on most of the time and uh and so yeah so the the thing that the reason that i wanted to spend a little bit of time on that was like it's interesting to me the um evolution of these games from arkham asylum which is it looks really nice and then into arkham city which also looks really nice and kind of you know ups the game as far as the open world goes but it's very comparable to arkham asylum yeah and then you get to arkham origins which looked like trash yeah um in a lot of places yeah just looked like a uh, a blurrier version of Arkham City is basically what it kind of looked like. Yeah. Um. And so it's just just interesting to me, you know, whenever we're talking about these games, um, how things perform on that side. Right. It looks really really good, and 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 they did a really great job getting it running on consoles. Yeah. So um, next gen. Yeah. Next, definitely next. Feels gen. next gen. Yeah. For feels sure. like you couldn't have done this on. Uh, you on could not else. do this on 360 okay. or PS3. Okay. Um. A little bit. I want to talk, touch a little bit on you know the story. The storyline is awesome. Um, uh, it's like I said, one of my favorite Batman stories um, that's been told, and uh, it's super compelling. Um, you know, it takes you uh, to some familiar characters. You run into some new characters. Um, there are several different story mechanics that just blow my mind. Yeah. It's wild, dude, and I wish I, I could talk to you about it without spoiling it to you, but I can't. Well, someday we will have the same experience. Someday we'll, we'll have this it. discussion, Chris. This is definitely... I feel like you're, one of these days you'll be old enough and we'll yes. talk about it. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. Um, <laughs> the content is definitely um, mature. Yeah. Um, this is rated M for mature. Like, if this was a movie, this would be an, a hard R. Mm. Like, there is some crazy stuff that happens in here. Um, and it's wild. Like, and I like the fact that they went there. It's like, you know, they didn't whitewash anything, you know, like this is, this is Gotham city and Batman at like, you know, their hardest, you know? And, uh, it's just, it's wild, dude. Um, well, I mean like, and I've, I said, I think whenever we talked about this being, you know, an M before, I think, you know, Arkham City, like I was, I'm surprised, like thinking about some of the things that just kind of happened in that story, I'm surprised that that wasn't an M, you know, it's like I, it honestly didn't surprise me whenever this came out and it was, and it's just, you know, I don't know. 
So if it goes even more extreme than Arkham City, or if it's even comparable, but then just takes it that extra little bit, then it's like I totally understand. I'll go ahead and say it's more extreme. Um, I did just I I I, uh, I did a I had Fultron tell me about the story in Arkham City before I um, uh, played this game. Then I read up on it a little bit online, and yes, it is way more. Um, extreme than Arkham City in okay. terms of content. Okay. Um, so yeah. It's but it's great. Uh, I also like I'm super, you know, I'm super intrigued by the extra content, the DLC content they're coming out with this game. You know, like they're coming out with a prequel story next. Um uh that I think they're coming out with some other Batman stuff where you play as Batman and some story missions. And like what's crazy, you know, like uh, with Sunset Overdrive, for instance, I played Sunset Overdrive, fell in love with it, downloaded all the DLC, and like it's totally just like I love that game and loved all the DLC along with that game. And then this is gonna be the same way where like if there's story missions that I can play with this game, like I'm going to get them. And nice. You know, I just want to spend as much time in this in this game, in this world as I can. It's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I think that's it for right now. Do you want to give it a number? Or? I want, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a number. Like, I'm, I'll try to finish it. Maybe we'll talk about it. Be able to be able to say I finished it next week. If not next week, maybe the next week. But whenever I finish it, I'll revisit it and see if I need to re-rate it or something like that. But as of right now, I'm prepared to give this game a nine point five, John. Wow, that's that's high. Yeah, that's very very high. Yes, that's awesome, dude. I'm excited to play it. So whenever you finish it, I will borrow it from you. Yes. As long as you're not playing the DLC, you might you might just go ahead and. It's go like an hour into worth of content, so I might like just bust that out, you yeah. know. But yeah, you know, you know? I, I, like you'll definitely be able to play it soon. Awesome. As awesome. soon as I finish it, I like it. I like mm-hmm. it, dude. Um, awesome. Well, I, that's the review. Okay, Chris, what's next week? I don't even know. Like, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have a plan for next week. We'll be talking about uh, something. something next yes. week. We'll have we'll have some interesting topic to talk about. Maybe we'll have a Supergirl episode to review. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just stay tuned oh. to the podcast and you'll find out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, so everybody can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. All the links that we talked about before. Yes. Uh, they're going to be there. Yes. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at John Wright 777 And Chris Wright 250. You can find us uh, at Stay Target Pod as well. Yeah. And that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.